Hello everyone, welcome back to Hearthstone Meta Hype. It has been a while. I am Ecor on Hundred with my friend Venga Dragon. How's it going, Venga? We are back. Let's go. We're gonna talk about something that is coming up. I mean, it's the elephant in the room. It is the new expansion. But we're gonna talk about not what's coming into the expansion, but I'm gonna talk about what's leaving. I think that's even more important. What do you think about that, Ecor? Yeah, I think the cards that are leaving are important, not even just necessarily for like meta reasons, but nostalgia reasons. I mean, some of these cards have been in here for two years. Some people have been playing with these cards their entire like Hearthstone careers and all of a sudden they're leaving. So I think it is important uh, to talk about the cards that are leaving. But also to, it's important to talk about the new cards that are coming in and the whole new tribe, Naga, and, and the new, you know, strategies we think are going to be in, in the meta. I think the first thing that we should talk about is the new tribe. What do you think about Naga? Anyway. I think Naga's pretty cool. Uh, I've always liked cards, it's probably why I liked elementals, that have like interactions if you do something before, like while it's in your hand or the turn before. Um, and that's why I've always liked elementals. You know, most elemental abilities activate if you played an elemental last turn, it gains an extra effect. And Nagas are similar, except it's not, you know, not play a Naga, it's play a spell for the most part, or play three spells. Um, I think it's just really interesting, and it'll add an extra dynamic to the game where you have to like set things up beforehand. You can't just play something and it's insanely powerful right out of the gate. It's still going to be insanely powerful, but it might take like one turn to get it. You can't top deck a new Naga Legendary and play it immediately. You have to top deck it and then wait like a turn or two to set up its battle cry before you can actually play it. Um, so I think Nagas are really cool. What about you? Yeah, I really like that they made a new tribe. So you see like Priestess... Velashi or, or Velisage or whatever. And mm -hmm. it says refresh an empty mana crystal for each spell you've cast this turn. You have to be careful when you're looking at the new card. You're like, oh, no, no, not that, 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 that. No, a zero mana card that does this. No, 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 no. You know, like you start getting crazy because you're thinking about cards in the, in the, in the game that will just like allow you to reduce the cost of cards and things like, you know, it, it's in priest. So imagine like you're just running like the endless loop of reducing the the card in your hand there's infinite things you know so like the fact that there's a new new tribe is just great and you can't compare it to what's in the meta so that's why i think that it's exciting is is that it just opens up all kinds of new things but you have to omit that from your head those other thoughts about what's already in there so yeah yeah and i think one of the things about the priestess that people aren't talking about is the fact that like if you put it in Miracle Priest, you're already making all of your cards free anyway. Like, I've played Miracle Priest only a couple of times, and my issue has never been mana. It's just, you just play a ton of stuff. It's mostly, like, hand size that is the issue. So, I, I don't know. I think that this card, again, it's too early. We can't compare it to what's going on right now, but I think it's too early to see if this is going to be broken or not. Because, yeah. like, it could be, but also... I don't know exactly what deck would go into, because if you refresh all your mana crystals, you're already running out of time and hand space if you're playing um, Miracle Priest. I don't know. But yeah, I think Nagas are really cool, and they are going to change everything, and you can't really compare it to what existed before, because nothing like this has existed before, and every single class is getting um, some Nagas, or at least in the sense that there will be neutral cards that you can play. So Yeah. I like the, them. When you look at some of them as well, like you... You're, you're saying, okay, there's the keyword, like, colossal, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of them have board presence. I've seen, like, mm -hmm. one where the, the, the minion is immune, and it gives, and then it puts up a, a taunt minion, and when when you play it, and then as long as that taunt minion is alive, then this, this minion is immune, and then 
actually the card then gives you armor as well. This is one of the cards in the Druid, and it's... um. Yeah, it was the first Colossal that was uh, announced. I've always said that 30 health is not enough, but there's one thing that does scare me. The classes that get armor are getting more armor. Like yeah, they get a lot of armor. <laughs> but yeah. they're losing Scenarian Ward, to be fair, which is where a lot of their armor came from. Like, mm-hmm. with Solar Eclipse, Scenarian Ward could get you 32 armor over the course of the game if you Solar Eclipse both of them. Now, they won't have that anymore. So That's even true. though they're gaining, like, this that gives, you know, plus 8 armor, they're losing still 24 uh, armor that a lot of druids run. Some of them don't anymore, but they're also use it, losing the corrupted uh, moon-touched amulet that gives six and four attacks, so they're losing 12 there. So I think overall they're, they're going to have about the same, if not a little bit less armor, but more yeah. board presence because like, it's a taunt and it's immune and all that. So yeah. I'm excited. I, I, I am too. I mean, because the, the way that the game is going to be is just going to completely change. There's, there's so many cards. based it, that's what we've been talking about. Like, yeah, we, we've been talking about that for what a year now. <laughs> Want to say this to the audience? One of the reasons why we had taken a break from the show is because uh, all we did, all I did was complain about mm. death from hand, and we need more board based stuff. We need ways to counter the opponent, and like every single episode, you'd hear me going on a rant about that. And yeah. I'm 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 about to go on a rant about it now, but at <laughs> least I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna fall for that bait yeah. anymore. You're not going to go for the yin-yang, you know what I'm saying? No. You're not going to fall for that yin-yang because, like, you don't want to go into that rabbit hole, as they would say, right? Fall into the, take it the, the red rabbit pill. Hole, yeah. The red pill rabbit hole or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, there's a few cards here that I think are, like, worth noting that are leaving. And I'm going to start with one that is yeah. dear to your heart, Ecor. It's absolutely, I know you love this card. I feel Ticketus. like you're baiting me. Oh, Ticketus, I do like Ticketus. I do like Ticketus. I Ticketus. think he was super duper annoying for a long time, but then like some sets came out that completely just overshadowed him and the meta became too fast for him to matter. And then I was like, oh man, I kind of feel bad for Ticketus now. I love Ticketus. <laughs> Didn't always I, love him, but I love him now. It's one of the cards that I crafted in gold and I'm going to come clean on it. I Ticketus was one of my favorite cards in, in Warlock. There, I love the I love the battle cry <laughs> when he yells out. It just destroys the deck. There's nothing better than burning your opponent down. I'm kidding, actually. I really think that it's time for Ticketus to go. It kind of self nerfed, though, if you think about it. They just put a lot of better cards around it, and by buffing yeah. other cards, it just became kind of unplayable. So that was why they didn't nerf it in the first place, I guess. Yeah, it also was never that strong. It was annoying, but the win rates of the decks that used it were never over 50% at any level of play in Hearthstone Replay. I mean, obviously, there were probably times when it was, but for the majority of Warlock's existence, Ticketus has not been in a super high-power deck. It's been <laughs> annoying, and if you knew how to play it, like, Handlock and Control Lock has always been a fairly high skill cap deck. If you knew how to use it super well, you could have a higher win rate, but the vast majority of people... Only hated it because it was annoying. It, the card was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another honorable mention is another one of your favorites is Overgrowth from the Druid. Dude, oh my and gosh. We're doing this again. Can I swear? Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, of course. <laughs> F- that card. Okay. That and Lightning Bloom. Jeez, get them out of the game. I cannot stress enough to you how much. At first, Ramp was fun. At first, sometimes getting a cool Yogg out kind of early and doing some shenanigans and playing big things, that was fun. Then. You give us guff, <laughs> and you give us the ability of twenty mana, and then it went too far. Because usually the pro, like the thing that made Overgrowth at least okay 
to me was if you did get to 10 mana, it just became a four mana draw a card, which is garbage. Now you can continue to ramp. You get a second activation of it. It's so annoying. Like when you played it in Clown Druid and Guardian Animals, like it was strong and you get to those faster, but now it's like, okay, you get that stuff, but now you also get to keep ramping and you could get a 38-38 or 39-39 Ibis out. Or you can double activate Resizing Pouch and get two giant 10 drops. And then you could do that twice. You could play multiple treasures in a single turn. <laughs> and God, yeah. and I think if those go away, it'll also make Guff a lot weaker as well. Um, mm -hmm. Because you're not going to be able to have multiple ways of ramping up. And you're not going to be able to get Guff out on turn like three sometimes if you get a good overgrowth early with like the coin or whatever. Or Lightning Bloom for that matter. So with yep. these two cards leaving, I think the whole issue with Guff is going to be reined in a little bit. I think it still will be strong. Like it's it's a five mana hero that allows you to constantly ramp. But it's, it's not going to be as strong because you won't be able to exploit it as much with two of the most powerful ramp cards uh, in a while. Yeah. Well, the one of the things I mean, since we're we're just going into that, like Guff is really a super powerful card. It should be in every Druid deck from from here to eternity, unless yeah. unless they make like something that says, "Oh, uh, don't play Guff." And as long as Guff is not in your deck, you know, gain <laughs> like th this power. But Guff is basically Warlock without the damage and. Well, like I've always said that it's one of the best hero powers because draw is so important. I mean, card draws everything. Yeah, and and I, it's like, yeah. you know, if the more cards you could draw, the less variance you'll have. And, and also, statistically, you'll just have more to play. And the fact that you can get mana going so you can actually draw and play the card in a turn. But it won't be as broken as it is, you know, because you don't have Lightning Bloom and the other one, which is Overgrowth. So those two cards really make it difficult. Lightning Blue is going to hurt our friend the Shaman a little bit too. Don't get me started on Shaman. I'm actually yeah. okay. I'm already already getting back into the whole rant thing. And we're going but forward. Shaman Ooh. has, in my opinion, one of the if not the strongest standalone card in the game right now in the Snowfall Guardian. Uh, yep. They don't also need Lightning Bloom to bring out that or Wildpaw Caverns two turns before it should. <laughs> it's already the highest win rate class in the game, according to Hearthstone Replay. It's got the most tier 1 plus tier 2 decks of any other class. It's got like four in tier 1 and tier 2 combined, whereas some classes like Priest and Warlock don't even have one. Actually, Warlock might have one. Um, but some classes have literally none in tier 1 or tier 2. Shaman has four. Druid has three. And so the fact that both of those are losing Lightning Bloom and, you know, other cards as well, I guess, uh, is going to be helpful. And, yeah, I don't I don't care if they're losing stuff. They've been very strong and oppressive for a while. Especially yeah. with Overdraft, because you can actually use the Lightning Bloom to gain mana and then yep. do two more damage for free. Because mm -hmm. then you get no downside because of Overdraft. Which, I mean, I don't know. I think Overdraft is a kind of interesting card, though. I just think that Lightning Bloom enabled it too much. Anyway, point is, like I said, f*** Overgrowth and Lightning Bloom. I nice. Don't, both of the classes losing it. Whoa, this is like, like E-Core, like, like 2.0 plus 1, 3.0 E-Core right here. <laughs> Swearing on the, on the channel. This is just great. I, I mean, can you believe it, guys? This is E-Core 3.0. You know what? 300.0, man. This guy is <laughs> crazy. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I've played against too many ramp like forty percent of the decks I go against are druid, not even including shaman. And sure, not all of them run guff and overgrowth. Some of them are aggro druid, but I'm also glad they're losing Arbor up. Like that's another very aggressive, powerful <laughs> card and solar eclipse and scenario. Like if you look at the like library of cards Druid has, it's absurd. <laughs> especially when you have as much ramp as they do and just lightning bloom for extra value. I'm very glad a lot of the cards are leaving. <laughs> we'll be, that are leaving. I, I think we gotta find that episode where you and I slated Arbor up. That would be just awesome. Um but there's another card here that Sadly, I think this is, it's just weird, but it just seems this for me, it seems just like yesterday that Cthulhu was back. Oh, and the old gods, all, all the gone. old gods. I'm going to miss all them. Gone. Yeah, they're all gone. All old gods are gone. The meta is going to completely change and is going to completely go into another different direction. And it's really going to be really refreshing. And I think that players who will want to experience like hearthstone in a sense of like where they can come back and stuff it, it's it's going to be it's nice i know i'm going to be coming back more often because i just really to be honest with you i kind of burnt out on the years of of the of certain cards it's just it, yeah you know and that's fine i tweeted that, about that earlier i was getting to that point luckily it's very close to the new expansion but i know exactly what you mean like yeah. i'm streaming less hours i'm making one video a day instead of two when I'm playing, it's still enjoyable, but not as enjoyable as it was just like a month or two ago. Um, You're not the only one feeling it. You know, everybody's yeah. feeling it. You know, just because like you do it for content as well, you know, you're a human being and all games have some ups and downs in them. Change is good. And change I is good. I think that that's really what's coming is, is that Hearthstone is going to change and hopefully it changes for the better. Yeah, more yeah. board base would be awesome. It will be. I think more board base is the key. And you know what I always say, Ecor? Stay hype. And I'll we'll see, you see you next, next week. week. <laughs>